day, Phil Deep Dive. We are back for a round two preview. How are you, Mr. Smith? Good, Trent, mate. How are you? Oh, I'm back. I'm excited after our trailer. There's a trailer that's out. You have to check it out. Action Exciting scenes. stuff. <laughs> Thank you to producer oh, my Ed, head. who's here again. As you can see, we've got the uh, the fancy oh, mics wow. and a little bit... Uh, <laughs> Professional looking again. Possibly. Possibly. So, yeah, definitely check out a new trailer. Very much a big thanks to our mate at uh, Beyond the Game. And also thanks to our mates at Hopstone. Hopstone.com.au craft beer delivery service. Definitely check them out. Craft beers straight to your door. door. Fresh beers coming soon. See ya. It's Nearly. Here. Almost ya. Almost Waiting by the here. little box. Yeah. And it's always an interesting pack. Yeah. So, always um, great to get it. When it arrives, check out what's going on in the craft beer world. There's always something new. There's always a new brewery on the market. There is. So no trashing Reese Palmer tonight. We're just going to get straight Or Brisbane. Can't do that. (laughs) So we're just going to get into football tonight. So the the big structure of this episode, we'll do a little bit of news. Uh, We'll do a little bit of AFLW. Yeah, with the grand final final coming up. Yep. Uh, And then we'll do the round two preview. Uh, and then after this, you and I will sit down and do our round one review. So we're not going to talk too much into last week's games, bits and pieces around you know next week discussion, but a full yeah. We go into the thing. review yeah. for those who haven't uh, seen us before, heard us before. The re- review is a little bit longer, so not <laughs> ideal for yeah, yeah for this. So uh, you can tune into our podcast, and we'll talk about that uh, at the end. It does tend to go for a little while; it gets a little bit loose, but we do go through every game. Uh, it's a bit of fun. So definitely check that out. Uh, let's get started, I think. So bit of news. A fair bit of news. So with the 666 format, uh, now with all the new rules, we've consistently said that we don't want to talk about the rules until we've seen it at least for a few weeks. Yes. Um, ultimately, we'd need to see some data first before we really you know, look at it and, and give it a, a serious opinion. But it was the lowest scoring round since 1966. Hilarious, isn't it? It's pretty funny because the whole idea was they were trying to get the scores up, and, and really, the, only the last team... time the Saints won the flag, pretty much was. Is that an omen? <laughs> Maybe. Is that an omen? It's this and year. the only team who really kicked a massive score is a Ross Lyon led team in Fremantle. Kicked 22 goals, which I think is their highest score. Well, it's, it's high score years, in yeah. like 10 years or something like that. Mm. I can't remember what the stat was, but unbelievable. And ultimately, it hasn't really affected the game thus far. Well, they kicked 100 points after three quarter time. Like, yeah, over. Yeah. Even, even uh, Fife afterwards credited his coach for updating to the modern game. Like, how insulting is that? Like, that was hilarious that he just came out and was like, well done for sort of, you know, catching up with the modern times. Like the last but, bunch of years have just been a waste. Well, Ross, like, is, Ross is probably going, oh, shit, my contract's almost up. I better well, get to it and, and win some games. It shows the power that he has at the club that Absolutely. he can just sit there and publicly say that. But anyway. So, anyway, yeah. Like, I thought that was funny. But, it was hilarious and we'll obviously divulge into that game a lot more in, in the review. review. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, we're not, we won't go into the, sort of the, the stats but so funny, much, yeah, but it, it is fairly ridiculous. But... In terms of uh, our opinions on, on the... Because we had, again, a few people this week asking us, what do we think of the 66, all that sort of stuff. We, we will go into it, I reckon, at least... up. Let's wait till round four. Let's at least see a month before we really start to give you know a lot of yeah, absolutely. Uh, opinion. And because each of the coaches are obviously going to test it it's out change, very yeah. differently depending on who the opposition is. So, yeah, wait and see... Like what happened this week, we're obviously going to see round two. We'll probably bring out a whole new mm. type of game plan from a lot of the teams and start utilizing their um, 
advantages depending on the, the rules uh, that have been introduced this year. So, yeah, definitely round four the earliest for me. Yeah, I think so. Let's just wait a little while. Uh, apologies for my voice as well. <laughs> I'm not sure if it sounds worse on... on uh, it sounds terrible in my head. I've got a fair cold, but that's all right. We'll get through there. Uh, racist people is the next thing we're going to discuss. So we won't harp uh, on this about no, this too is... long because it's just out and out just ridiculous that there's racist people still... still. <laughs> It's 2019, 19. and we live yeah. in a fairly multicultural country. I and get the, the it game if, you, is very if, you, if you don't well. really understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. That's just stupidity, but don't make it about race. Just make it about whatever the topic is. So I think these people are doing it for attention. I think oh, oh, for so. Sure. This what we're referring to. If you missed it during the week, uh, Liam Ryan. Uh, there was a post on. I think it was Seven AFL maybe originally, uh, and there was a few people that were like super racist to. Him, uh, even a little bit racist, you know, obviously he's no good, but this apparently was, I'd actually see the comments, but they were pretty full on. Um, and, and yeah, he obviously wasn't, uh, on board with that. And uh, neither were the clubs. No. Uh, so West Coast came out and, well, I think Hawthorne might've come out originally first. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter the order, but clubs have obviously said this is no good. So yeah, absolutely. we had a few people say, what do we think about this in the modern game and players having to deal with this sort of stuff. I think ultimately it's the reality of uh, the the future and, and the world we're living in. I don't really see what we can do about it. Um, I don't see these social media platforms doing uh, a YouTube type of thing where they ban comments. For example, I was thinking about this during the week. How you know on YouTube on YouTube videos they'll ban comments if they think it's going to get too controversial. Yeah. Um, which is just sort of censoring anyway. So it's like, well, what's the point of... All Twitter is is comments. Exactly. You know what I mean? Whereas at least YouTube, there's videos at the top of the screen. So I don't know. Like, I can't really kind of see where this goes. There's going to be negativity towards players pretty much permanently. I don't really see how that's going to change. What do you think? I mean, what's your opinion on it? Like, do uh, you, can this be controlled, yeah, curtailed? And, like, what, what do and, we do? And look, it's obviously a, a massive social... Um, yeah. issue so for the purpose of this just keep it in regards to AFL I think obviously uh, the game would be reduced if it was just a purely white man competition I just don't mm. think the game would be anywhere near as good so even just on that superficial level oh, well. get rid of racism like they've bought so much and I'm not just talking about indigenous I mean Nick Nanui from Fiji um, superstar high um, skill level exciting just brings so much more to the game yeah. uh, than so many other players I'm not saying that some oh, white that, guys aren't good don't get me wrong oh they're terrible but, yeah. that's exactly no, no. yeah so I, I just no, I just don't I don't <clears throat> get it. It's, I mean, it all comes back to the yeah, upbringing and all that type of stuff, and just education. It's um, attention seeking. Is think, what it is. I yeah. don't really think. I mean, obviously, this there is hard. I think hardcore racism definitely exists. But are these people really hardcore racist, or are these attention people thinking, seekers. you know what? I get like the Taylor Harris it. thing. Yeah. I think it's just people trying to uh, bring attention to themselves. Yeah, and that's that's unfortunate. I just don't think you should be doing it on social media. And it's a good comment that was made years ago, and a lot of um, experts talk about. You, you wouldn't say it in front of your grandmother or someone that's quite sensitive to certain things. Don't say it on social media. Yeah, pretend that someone like that is watching you. And if you rest of your family or your your surrounds are people who don't care well, then that's just it is what it is. But I think that would reduce the number of people. 
posting such tripe on social media. And I think it's gutless anyway. Oh, man, tripe. Yeah, I don't think it's good. It, look, yeah, we probably wouldn't have gone into this too much given it's not really directly relating to the game. But, yeah, it's still... But it's going to affect it, it some It is players. clearly going to affect yeah. the game. And I think um, the other thing too was if you hadn't seen Richmond banned actually uh, one of the members... Members, yeah, saw that. ...that um, uh, was found. I don't know how they must have tracked down through his social media account who he was and, and went, went through all that. But... Um, and that's all the clubs can do is yeah. if they find that someone is a member or supporter of their club, is ban them from the footy. And that's all they really can do. Obviously, they can't. Well, you got ban, a two-year ban. Yeah, so. they can't ban them from social media. I guess from a player's perspective, all they can do is not look at this type of stuff. Like a lot of parents are telling their kids if they're being cyberbullied, don't look at no. the, the comments. And that's easy, but when part of your life, especially the generation that's quite young mm. brought up on social media that's their normal means of communication is taken away from them yeah that means they're probably going to become a lot insular a lot more insular than they already are mm. and obviously communication is a pretty big part of any relationship so if they lose the ability to communicate whether it's on social media face-to-face whatever the case may be that's even a worse uh, outcome so yeah it's it's a tough one and hopefully we as a community in afl can just support each other and 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 start uh outing out these people that are just bringing the game down and bringing it into somewhat of a looks like they're starting to because this guy was banned but i mean look you can mount an argument that two years is way too short um i can see that side of it but at least it's a start i'll be honest at least it's something at least it's not nothing you know like to be fair like i saw a lot of people saying two years what a joke should be much worse than that i can see what they're saying but then simultaneously I don't know. At least it's something. That's I, I, obviously not enough, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, as a as a football club, it, I mean, do you, do you want that person to still support football and be part of football? I mean, regardless, well, you want their money as well. That's yeah. the thing. Like you want, like you, you know, we're going to ban them for racism, but you also want their membership money. So it's yeah, quite, so it's, a hard it's tough. It's yeah, tough. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have the answers. That's why I probably don't run a football club. Don't you? No. No. Uh, I thought you ran the Gold Coast Suns. No. <laughs> that would be a tough gig. That would be a tough. Hope you listen to Mark Evans. Let's uh, get straight into the Marvel surface now. Oh, so this is right. not something again we're going to go to probably too heavily in the review because um, the review is literally just going through game by game and just about Has the it game. Worse, but it looks worse. It looks sandy, dry, it looks awful. We've just had a really nice summer. Um, we've just had. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's the ability to water it. Surely, his ability to water it. It looked. They've got a lot of cash, AFL. I have much better lawn than Marvel Stadium, which is insane. (laughs) Like, I I am not running. I don't have the money to. They own this. This is the thing. So, when back, rewind back, sorry, to the Chris Judd thing, when he was like, oh, it's it's like, you know, an ice and all that stuff that he said ages ago. Yeah. Like, that was when they didn't own the stadium. So, obviously, there was this. There was always the excuse of, oh, well, the AFL doesn't own it. They're, they can only do so much. They can only do so much and they're dealing with these idiots, right? But now they own it. It's still terrible. And I probably mean, worse. Uh, it looked terrible. The thing is, if they don't do something about it quick smart... They're going to get sued. Exactly. They are uh, going to be liable because they're Ooh. the employer of these players. So Ooh. they've got a duty of care to make sure that the players... Um, best interest and that's our health is taken care of we already know that 
the AFL has been sued um, in years gone by. Sean Rand's probably the most famous one. Mm. And that really wasn't even their fault because that was for, at the MCG for memory. So the MCC were actually Roughhead with that. the bolt up at um, uh, Sydney. Yeah. Out of Sydney All State. that type of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, if people get an injury and it ruins their career, so their careers are prolonged by, oh, shortened, sorry, for years. I mean, suckling on the weekend, he could have, broken an ankle and never played again so take five years off him you gotta well that was come, really bad yeah so they've got to be they've got to be really mindful of that but um obviously uh gill had more important things to be doing on that night than yeah. worrying about the the surface he was too busy high-fiving um b and a great it wasn't he couldn't even high-five like he would grab the hand it was a really watch the footage weird. again it was a creepy grab so when like they, like Chris Hemsworth went to high five him, he kind of went like that. He wanted to like hold him. It's like, like are, are you you're right? Thor. He really thought he was Thor. Right? I don't know what he thought he was. He thought he was a bloody weirdo. But bit anyway, bit so uh, get so on. yeah, horrible. Yeah. Get it sorted. Get Jim's Moen in there or whoever. Just get it sorted. <laughs> Jim's Moen. This is a multi-billion dollar business and the grass is cooked. Yeah, and the players are slipping uh, over I'm everywhere. I'm sorry, but Big this is... Out. So no. apparently they're, they're replacing a section of the ground... Uh, and the AFLPA is going to inspect it. So it'd be like going to a car manufacturer, buying a brand new car, and a big hole cut out of the seat. The, the driver's thing, seat. Yeah, I heard a lot of mistakes in in mainstream media as well. People, I heard a bunch of people saying, "Oh, well, Eminem was on there. That's affected the ground." Blah blah blah. This is not like in, I think it was 2010 when there was Eminem. the ACDC. Oh, I was going to say Eminem's a small than But Eminem played it. Um, MCG is a different MCG. ground. Like yeah. I, I don't think they're following what's going on. This, this, there actually was very few things uh, that was you know on, on Eddie had. Eddie the, the, had. Probably the most damaging thing was AFLX when everybody was standing all over it. So I don't. Anyway, but the grass looked horrific. Horrific. Round one, Essendon and the grass, horrific. Bad. Uh, now another one, very briefly before we get into the AFL uh, W Grand Final, because we obviously want to talk about that, but not saying Marvel. So, Channel 7 uh, have a, a dispute around saying Marvel Stadium. They've been saying, so through the game just gone, they were saying Dockland Stadium. Through, I'm not joking, through that yep. Western Bulldogs Sydney game, they were saying Dockland Stadium. Apparently, there was dispute within 7 that they didn't want to mention Marvel because then people might think, oh, probably want to watch a Marvel movie. And then go and turn Stan on, which is part owned by Channel 10, which is a competitor, and not watch the football. I'm pretty sure people have heard of Marvel, though. Like, I don't know how much pretty that's sure Marvel turn people off the game. have been around a little bit longer than Stan. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And Channel 10, for that matter. Yeah. Are they delusional? Well, apparently it's been resolved and it's going to be normal now, but that was fairly weird. There was a bunch of times they kept saying Dockland Stadium. The first couple I thought, have they forgotten like what the name got changed to? Hmm. Do you know what it makes me think? You've actually made it worse, Channel 7. Hmm. You've actually brought the attention to people going, oh, Stan. Oh, my Marvel. Can yeah. I watch Marvel movie? If you didn't, nobody's going to notice it because we don't listen to the commentators that much. Hmm. Get over yourselves. It's like the issue with umpires. Nobody watches the umpires on TV. We're interested in the players. If you don't watch a Marvel movie, there's a trailer for our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And to be quite it's honest... It's exciting. It's action-packed. To be quite honest, and I've got a, a few friends that do this, actually most of my friends, they put on the vision and listen to the radio because the radio commentators <laughs> are better. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> anyway. 
Uh, all right. So let's anyway, get... getting into the real stuff. Let's yeah. Talk so uh, do we have anything else to discuss? I think that's pretty much it. No. Right? Let's get into. It's all the... rubbish news. It's all silly news. Like there was a couple of things. I think the service we needed to discuss. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like, going to affect so the game bad. moving forward, and obviously racism is just putrid and get rid of it <laughs> get rid of it yeah well i don't think we, yeah there was no dispute on that part of it it was more that it's not like there was like one person in the room going, i kind of like <laughs> i prefer it yeah. but no, no 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 we're not not saying that yeah anyway uh so let's talk about a bit of aflw so we went through we did a preview last week um, so Carlton beat Fremantle 64-28 wow, by a fairway, uh, 36 points. We thought an upset. We nearly have, tipped Carlton. Yeah, I was really may, close. Yeah. It may have happened, but I wasn't picking it like this. They came out and actually absolutely um, had uh, Fremantle on the back ropes from the start. There was a very impressive mm. um, display by Carlton, and hopefully they can continue that form on into the grand final because they're coming up against a juggernaut in Adelaide who mm. just look unstoppable, <laughs> unstoppable. So mm. wait. It's going to be an interesting thing to discuss here. And then Adelaide murdered Geelong 73 to 7 at one point. There was basically no Geelong score. kicked their first goal. 66. First score or points. goal in the last quarter. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Says it all. That's, that's literally what happened. Says it so all. So the Crows One point have, in the last quarter. Yeah, probably could have taken their foot off. Point, sorry, yeah, yeah, and they didn't. So yeah, they're, they're very hungry for uh, a premiership, Winning. obviously. And <laughs> as good and gallant as Count were last week, I find it very difficult to back um, oh, Adelaide are going to win Especially I, over I, there I would be insane This would be the upset of the century If if Carlton are able to pull off a win Against what is a, basically an unstoppable Adelaide With Erin Phillips playing the way she's playing Who looks I know it's hard because like I don't want to just talk about one player But every week she's so good on. It's like I talking know, I mean, about Fife in his... I mean, Adelaide is a really good side. Like I like a lot of their players, but yeah. she is obscene. She's, she's next level. She there's is not too many other players. Yeah, yeah, there's not too many players that are in the whole competition at her calibre at the moment. Yeah. There's players that definitely have got the capacity to be as good and as consistent as Erin Phillips, but not have the influence on the game that she does. She's Yeah, she's... yeah. Ablets of men's competition at his best, um, Fife at his best danger. That's how good she is. That's how much, yeah, Nahas, definitely like Nahas. Um, Who else? Palmer. Palmer. No, no, in all seriousness, she's streaks ahead of all the the competition at the moment. She's a long, long, long way ahead. Uh, I think Adelaide by six, seven goals. Yeah, I've got them up near 50 points. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's just going to be an onslaught. uh, Yeah, I mean, look, it didn't help Fremantle's captain uh, last minute withdrawal. That obviously wasn't great. One of their better players, if not their best player. But that said, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't say too much more. But yeah, it was it was good that the good whole Carlton, cu- the whole team got yeah. behind uh, what happened in the previous week, and obviously a lot of motion in driving mm. that forward. So, and good for the Carlton Football Club in general. Mm. Um, they've got a team to win a something. Grand, yeah, in a grand final. Oh, they've in a grand final. That's the win. I guess. They're giving themselves an opportunity to win some. It's silverware. a low bar. I mean, let's be honest. It is, and um, hopefully the men are watching and. Um, get some skill sort of analysis and some tips from the girls. They well, Carlton to be doing were better. okay, and we'll get into that in the review. I thought Carlton were actually not terrible. They started off pretty average against Richmond, but they, they had a yeah. bit of fun. They had a, a bit, bit of fun. 
They put up a bit of a fight. Bit of a fight. So. Uh, but yeah, yeah so, so we both. I think Adelaide by a long way. Right? I think it's, so it's crows. Yeah, yeah crows. I, I don't see no pies. So no pies. They, they didn't get there. Didn't, no, didn't get I don't. Pies. I don't see this happening. Any, anything. I know this is not much of an analysis, but I mean, how? What, what else can you say? Like, what what chance do they have? Like, I, I think to be honest, I think with, with the whole week that Carlton had with the Taylor Harris thing and everything around it, I think they really utilised that. It obviously helped having a key out from Fremantle. They're able to get over the line, and that's fantastic. But I don't care how galvanised they are. Adelaide are a much better side. Yeah, I mean, last week was a perfect that's storm for Carlton, really, wasn't it? I think Carlton are good, but I think Adelaide, uh, yeah, Crows are a much better side. Yeah, absolutely agree. I, I just don't see them. I think they're just, they look so far ahead, it's not even funny. Correct. Yeah, so that that's a, a bit of a look at the AFLW Grand Final. We will do a little bit of a review of it um, into next week as well. But, yeah, I just don't see anything other than that happening no. i think i think taylor harris is gonna to have to kick six like it's gonna to have to be an insane performance i think adelaide are that much better that even if it was being played in melbourne at Icon, i'd be tipping adelaide i'd still be picking yeah. adelaide yeah uh, with it at home i don't think that's gonna help no not at all no uh so let's now let's get into the round two preview so uh, as we same as what we did last year, we'll do it all again this year. So we do one episode on the preview, one on the review. Uh, normally, we won't probably do as much news, so to speak. Depending, we'll see how we go. Depending how busy the round is, but given yeah. it's at the start of the season, there's not as much to talk about. But as the season goes on, probably substitute a little bit less news and a bit more, you know, looking ahead into the yeah, round. Yeah, or split up the news across the two phones. episodes. Yeah, yeah. See, we'll just see. We'll see how we go. It's not the main focus of this. So. No, no, but I think, yeah, round two, uh, sorry, you know, previews is going to also be about picking, you know, big games and breaking them down. But right now it is a little hard to do that given we've seen such a small sample size Absolutely. of season 2019. But... Uh, so we'll get into the first game. So Richmond uh, Collingwood coming up tomorrow. So another blockbuster to start off the round, yeah. which is phenomenal. So this is a replay of the prelim from 2018, and it shapes as being probably along with the West Coast GWS, I think it is, yeah. as the two games that are around. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame we didn't get... A, I was really looking forward to a replay of Rance uh, versus Cox with you know the drama that happened last year in the preliminary final. Uh, it's a shame we're not going to get that. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of shame out of out of Rance not playing, but it is yeah. what it is. But I was you know, particularly looking forward to it in this game. Um, so to go through the ins and the outs, uh, Oleg uh, Markov, Jason Castagna, and Brandon Ellis come in for Richmond. Uh, out, wholly out. Uh, so this was uh, fairly recent news if you've missed this uh, hamstring. Uh, hamstring... Uh, Tension, tension or whatever, so it's not yep. not major. Not major, but, but he's old. he probably could play. They're wanting to just sort of. He's not too old, but he's old. I guess he's old, not young. But I guess yeah. compared to like Bergon, he's young. But no, I know what you're saying. Uh, Alex Rance obviously out, and uh, interestingly, Noah Bolter out. I saw a lot of people during the week saying, "Oh, Bolter, you know, replace Rance, blah blah blah." But I actually like the tactic Richmond have done here by not going too tall. Uh, I think that was a mistake last year. Um, I think, well, aside from anything, Asprey wasn't well, but that is what it is. But, yeah, I think they went too tall last time, and, and this is good. When you look at Collingwood's forward line... Well, it's just Cox. is the it's only Cox, big guy. big guy, and the rest are just medium to small. I mean, to go, he's actually taller than, than he looks, he's mid, but he's, he's mid-size, and you yeah. need someone that can actually 
muscle up against him. He, he's he's like the, their Dustin Martin. He's so strong in the core, and he can just break tackles. I mean, the one goal he shouldn't have had to break it, break the tackle last week, but hmm. he broke the tackle, spun around, and was still able to hold his feet and kick a goal. So that's the type of. There's no point having a big, tall, young defender on someone like that because he'll uh, run him around. So I think they've definitely done the um, homework, and I like the ins for. Richmond. Yeah, and then Collingwood. So Levi Greenwood comes in and Callum Brown out. So pretty, pretty sort of small ins and outs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so what do we think? Obviously, massive game. They'll probably get ninety odd. Oh, maybe not ninety. I reckon I'll get. I'll get eighty five plus thousand. Uh, the betting market is one ninety each. Uh, you know, we don't normally go through the betting, but it's more that that's how even even people think it is. Um, I think with Rants out, that definitely changes the thing. I, I yes. I, it's hard. Like we're not going to see it now. Probably not till next year. But I well, almost certainly not till next year. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think this is going to be extremely close now. I think Richmond could could beat them with with Rance in as well. But with Hawley and Rance out, I'm pretty tempted to tip Collingwood. To be honest, yeah, it's hard to think that Collingwood, after seeing what they um, put together last year, have two games in a row like round one. Yet they did that for the first five or six rounds last year. Mm. It's it's not that the structures and everything aren't, aren't that good. It was just simple mistakes. Uh, they weren't hitting their targets. They were fumbly. Um, obviously, it was a little bit dewy last week. And if... Stewy-dewy? Stewy-dewy, yeah. Uh, too many greasy burgers. Uh, <laughs> um, and if Richmond can put together two quarters, like their first quarter from last week, I think they should win easy. So I'm actually going to go with the Tigs. Okay. I think I don't think Rance had much of an influence last week, so I don't think they're going to miss him. I think their structures are good enough. I think they learnt a lot mm. about being complacent and turning their brains off a little bit from the game against Carlton mm. in round one. And yeah, I just think they'll just get over the line. Yeah, which, they've got a bit to prove too. Yeah, and if you want to hear about last week's game, as I said earlier, you'll see the review episode up online soon. Um, but yeah, I, I'm... Look, I've been saying this all week, uh, and I'll go into this in more detail in the review, but just very briefly, I honestly think Richmond could have suffered worse injuries. Like, I, I, I'm not just trying to say this to be positive about it and, you know, I'm delusional. I, I don't think it is. I think um, I think Rewalt ACL in the exact same scenario is worse than, than Rance. I think losing any that amount mid, of... Any of their midfielders, even if it was Cochin someone... Cochin would Cochin be worse. Kane, I would Kane say Lambert. Martin would be worse. I'd say Lambert could be worse. And I think Nankervis would be almost as bad because oh, be there's huge. no backup Ruckman. No backup Ruckman. Because Grigg is out and, and I don't think it's a great idea with an underdone Lynch at the moment having him in as a Ruckman. No. It's quite a physical role. Like, I, I, yeah, he'd I don't get know. I, I, I agree. The, the backline back is de- so so much depth they still and they're so athletes. structured. Well, they've, they've got a lot... The reality is they've got a lot of players that can play tall, right? Yeah. So this is the whole thing. Well, everyone always says, oh, well, Rance can play tall and he's such a good rebound defender. Yeah, but there's Asprey, Grimes, Vlostone... And obviously, as support, you can, you can throw Paul is going to be back as well. I, I, yeah, exactly. I, I really don't think it's as bad as people think. No, and, it's and, just... and uh, the, one of the interesting things I heard a week as well, and we spoke about it, and then I've heard it mentioned is that you know Shepherd, no Shepherd, no Gaff, no Nat Nui, and West Coast won the flag. Like so, we've said I don't see this happening at all. Yeah, and we both said repeatedly leading up to the grand final, I, I don't see this happening. 
So I, 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 who knows? I, Whether I agree. The, I know that's a bigger question. Is their season over? That's been asked all week. No. I don't think it is at all. No. No, not at all. I think it, it galvanizes them. It makes them stronger. It yeah. allows um, some more flexibility. There's not this reliance on Rance to chop chop off intercept marks all the yeah. time. It allows your Vlost turns and your Asteris to to be those number one defenders. And I think they've been waiting for this opportunity for the last sort of 12 to oh, 18 months anyway. It's been burning and, as well, yeah. yeah and and Hardwick, Hardwick is uh, is not a, a silly coach by any stretch of imagination. He's had backup plans for something like this going for two, three years now. I think so, probably did the ACL. So, yeah, yeah just so to make it harder. I think, I think they're fine. I've still got them as top four, and they're still my flag favourite. I think something major has to happen at Richmond before I deviate from that. I'm, I'm going to go with Richmond just. And I'm going for just. Richmond this game. Yeah, yeah very good game. I'm going to go with them just, but I, I'm, particularly with Hawley out, I'm pretty tempted to tip Collingwood. Yeah, it takes but, a lot of run and dash off the halfback and through the wing. But yeah, I think they can come. Affects a lot of their well. switches as well. But uh, yeah, look, I, I'm going to roll the dice again on them for sure. Yeah. but yeah, winning form's good form. Yeah, exactly. And I think yeah, and we'll go into that um, a bit more in the review. Uh, so let's get into the next game. So into Sydney versus Adelaide, which is a fascinating game. Isn't now. this a fascinating game now? On Absolutely. Friday at the SCG. Uh, so Sydney obviously coming off a close loss. It wasn't that close-ish in the end, but they made a bit of a, a, a case for it against the Dogs. Um, and then the Crows uh, losing to Hawthorne. Yeah, well, we both, I mean, you and I and probably half, more than half the football world would have had these two teams meeting with each having a win under their belt, mm. and they're both now desperate. Well, we for... both I tip, we both tipped Adelaide, we both tipped Sydney. Yeah, so, yeah. so uh, both desperate uh, to get that win because it's never a good feeling going zip and two. Obviously, no. Sydney know that feeling and they'll feel comfortable for the rest of the year, even if they did go zero and two. Mm, mm. I think some questions and some belief at Adelaide would start to seep in again. So it's at their CG which Sydney. Didn't particularly do too well at their home ground last year, and I think Adelaide will just bring their close to their best type of mm. football and get over the line. Sydney, as you and I mentioned last year, our concern was their outside leg speed and mm. ball movement, and they did not have either of that through mm. most of the game against the Dogs. So I, I'm, no. really, I'm really concerned about their ability to, to outrun their opposition, move the ball quick enough uh, in transition. And Buddy just looks underdone. Buddy looks underdone. Uh, they were heavy, heavily reliant on him as well, which was a massive concern given how underdone he looks, which we will go into, as I said. Um, I, I really want to talk a bit about that. We've got a few stats we want to discuss around that. Mm. Um, Heaney, they were fairly reliant on Heaney as well. He looked um, like he was the only four-quarter player for them. He, yeah, and that mark he took was outrageous. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty concerned by, by Sydney. Um, I think they looked structurally a bit inept at times. I thought Parker's last quarter was really good, but I didn't think, you know, generally speaking, his game was that good. Uh, Kennedy to some degree as well. <clears throat> a bit concerned by their back line too. I think the dogs were able to, to you know, go over the top pretty easily at times. Yeah. Um, and pace really hurt them, which we spoke about last year, pace kills swans. So I, I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And look, Adelaide... The Crows weren't terrible. No, they were outcoached, let's be honest. Yeah, well, without a doubt. And it's now 6-1 uh, and one is, is Clarko versus Adelaide uh, against, against Don, Don Pike. Pike. And 11 of last 12 games have Hawthorne have won. So 
that's their new bunny, which is hilarious when you think of how good Adelaide has been over the last sort of 10 or 12 years. Well, they were minor premiers, only 2017, yeah. not that long ago, yeah. Absolutely, uh, made countless semis and, mm. and prelims over that time as well. So, And you don't expect Lynch, um, Walker and Jenkins to go goalless too often, let alone back to back. So you would think that they'll they'll want to have a big game. The same Eddie Betts was pretty quiet as well. So yeah, I'm expecting the the Crows to come out and have, have a really good crack. I think Sydney will be better as well. I think it'll be a better spectacle. But I think Adelaide have just got too much firepower and too much on the line uh, at, at this early stage in the season. Yeah, I'm going to tip Adelaide in a mild upset, but I guess yeah, I think Adelaide will bounce back. I think they're going to be better this year, uh, and that they are going to make the eight. And, and really start to, to push up the ladder again. They're going to have to win a couple of these sort of games. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Adelaide just. Yep. Uh, I think they will they will cause a, a mild upset. I reckon but, eight, yeah. 8 to 15 points, somewhere around there. It's going to be close, but I'm, I'm, I, I did not see enough from Sydney last week to no. have the confidence they're going to win that at home. Uh, Essendon versus the Saints in the Battle of the Busted Ass. To some degree, on uh, the first game on the Saturday, four thirty-five at the uh, Busted Ass Grass Stadium. Yeah, uh, I. What do you say about this? I mean, obviously Essendon were horrendous. Uh, one, of, it's one. Of, it is one of the worst round one performances I reckon I've, oh. I've seen. Like I nearly fell asleep watching it. It was so bad. It was deplorable. Uh, I team, could not believe it. A team with so much talent on paper. Yeah, and obviously have decided this year to not drum up any hype which I thought was a good idea and to put on a display like that it was a was, I mean if I was an Essendon supporter which we'll go well, yeah, we'll yeah, do, yeah definitely considered tearing up my membership but look oh microwaves yeah I mean not to give anything I won't go into this more detail not yeah, to put anything yeah. GWS were fantastic they were but they just no effort to do anything no. no effort no no spirit I didn't know no coercion it was like they didn't want to play with each other uh, yeah we're going to have to heavily go into that yeah. but, I, I still mean, think they dominate this game I, I so you think, they, you think they bounce back the Saints yeah. were one pitter, one one, pitter, one point, point better got there than the, uh, than the Suns and the Suns really should have won that game it should have been a draw or the Suns should have won I think the Suns should have won that game yeah. I, I watched the last quarter uh, live I, I think um, absolutely the Suns should have won that game they made a couple of pretty critical kid errors and that that's fair enough because mm. the, the whole team is basically full of kids so uh, that was really I, I, was, I, I, I was disappointed they lost because I, I, I was going I'm... for them in the end I was like this is awesome <laughs> that was hilarious yeah exactly yeah. You, you, nearly, you nearly look like Nostradamus but yeah I think I'm I think the given Saints the heat did... on Essendon I'm going to go with them the for Saints, this game this, I mean yeah the Saints didn't show enough against a Suns outfit to warrant that they're going to beat Essendon although if Essendon they lose could have this a win game, oh, question marks, a lot of heat on uh, the Ridley, all over the question marks. Full seat. Well, Hurdy's officially back in AFL. Well, yeah. Do they bring him back? No, we're not, not going down that path. We're not going down that path. No, but he 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 said no. Yeah, on radio, like this was something. This is like a big footy rumor. This is not massive pressure on, with any massive massive pressure validity. on Wusher, and obviously no pressure on Richo going to this game. Because well, nobody's face at the end. I'm not sure I'd be smiling if, if I've just was, beaten the I Suns think, by a point. I think that was a surprise smile. Like, That's true. Oh, oh, I've got, got away with this. I'm coaching I've got for one more week. I've got a week. Well, you probably got an extra week because you're not expected to beat Essendon. Anyway, so. We'll go into that. But yeah, I'm going Essendon. Essendon. Just. Yeah. And, and it's going to be another tie. And I think a few broken ankles because it's a 
Docklands. The very good looking uh, Port Adelaide versus the Carton Blues. Adelaide Oval for 40. How good did Port look? Far out. They look amazing. Uh, did we pick the wrong Adelaide team for our, for our eights? I reckon we might have. Um, I saw someone write on Twitter when I said Adelaide for the eight, I meant Port Adelaide, not Adelaide Race. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. But yeah, uh, interesting game. I think Port by a long way. What do you reckon? Yeah, look, as gallant as Carlton looked against the Tigs, hopefully they can bring uh, a good Something. game. But yeah. I mean, Port. This is the type of game Port Adelaide tends to drop off and plays horrible. It is, but, but they look good. They looked amazing mm. and delicious, even even delicious. Mm. So yeah, the, the recruits from last <laughs> year actually all played pretty good uh, games. Mm. But it's. I mean, Rockcliffe, Boak, it's all these old old heads. Westoff. Jack Watts down back. Jack Watts. Uh, I, 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 credit where credit's due. He, he looks, was he really looks good. so comfortable there too. It looks like that's where he should have been all along. But yeah, wow. who knows? And Paddy Wright is obviously only going to get better after such a, a long time out of the game over the last couple of years. They look good and they've still got Ollie Wines to come back too. It's pretty outrageous, hey? Outrageous. I, yeah, yeah. I, they, I don't think that they don't miss Chad who? Yeah, Who? I think. Look, yeah, I think Carlton are going to be uh, better this year. Uh, I think they'll show a bit of fight early on in the season, particularly. But I don't see them winning this game. This would be an no. insane upset, and they would. Def- and they definitely need to fix up their starts. They obviously they'll blown out of the park against Richmond, and they can't afford to do that against Port Adelaide over there. Yes, yeah. it could be. Oh, hang on, by how far? <laughs> So hopefully that doesn't happen, and hopefully the young kids at Carlton learnt a lot. Carlton, Carlton, uh, learnt a lot from last week, and they can bring uh, four quarter effort this week because that's what they're going to need if they want to pull off an upset. Into one of the games of the rounds next in the Cats versus the D's, uh, GMHBA, BA, HBA, BA Stadium, uh, seven twenty five down at the Cattery. Uh, what do we think? So, Cats impressive. I thought they were quite good. A really good game against the Pies on that Friday night. And the Ds, uh, a bit disappointing against uh, the Port Adelaide. But, yeah, I look, I see them being better. I see. I still think they'll make the eight. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, bloody tough game to pick, isn't it, really? Very hard to I, I mean, it was only a, each game last year in the home and away season was a kick. Mm. And Melbourne, obviously, not going to feel like they can't win down there. Coming off a, a disappointing loss, obviously. There Both was... nearly were after the sirens because the first match last year was gone when he missed that shot. Shot. 20 seconds left and yep. kicked, kicked a point from like directly in, in front. front. And then Stuart. And then Zach Tui later. Oh, Zach Tui, that's right. Down after the game. Skilled Stadium. Oh, sorry, after, GM, a, HBA, uh, yeah. after a massive lead was given That was up. hilarious. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, look, I'm going to go with winning form and pick the Cats, but I'm definitely not going to be surprised if the Ds get up. They've got a lot to play. They do not want to be 0-2. And, and two. they seem like they uh, know what they did wrong. Yeah. yeah. So, well, to it's, it's a bit hard to know what you did wrong when... No a lot May, of things went wrong. No Lever, no uh, Lewis. That's not what you no, did but wrong. Also, they're, they're, they're players that aren't in the team at the moment because but, of injury and suspension. So. No, no, I know. But also they uh, they made a couple of pretty critical errors, which we'll get they, to in the review. review. But yeah, I think obviously Stephen May is going to come back, and he's a great matchup against Tomahawk. Hmm. And obviously midfields are going to go head to head, and I think that'll be a great game to watch. I'm really excited to watch this game. Eagles Giants. What do we think? Massive game. Massive game. 
I'm not going to write off the giant in you know, an upset, but I've got to go with the Eagles in this one back, because yeah. they get Kennedy back and it's at home. That's at home. And also there's like every player is basically playing a, a memorial game. There's, I think uh, Shannon Hearns playing a 250th. Um, uh, Kennedy's playing his 200th. There's like, there's like three or four players. I, I, I know that seems yeah. ridiculous. They're not going to win just because of that. But I think that, yeah, I think I actually think they will win partially in relation to that. I think the Giants are going to be really good. The Giants were very good against Essendon. Essendon looked like, I mean, we probably put, would have put up a better fight. Um, but yeah, I think the Eagles yeah. were pretty average at, in some respects, but Brisbane were, were good. And I don't know, to be honest, West Coast looked gassed. And that's it's been a long year. A, Last year's a long one. It usually takes the Premiers and the and I guess Collingwood as the, the runners-up a little bit longer just to ease into the season mm-hmm. because their workload's been obviously prolonged through the year before, shorter break before coming back to pre-season and... Uh, I mean, the conditions weren't ideal up at the Gabba for, for West Coast either, not having uh, that type of humidity to deal with. I just think it was... Or if a, you're the dogs up, and it takes three years. Wake up, yeah, <laughs> three years. Wake up call for them. And yeah, I think even with Cali likely to come back for the Giants, I think just that home ground advantage will be enough for the Eagles to get their first win for the year. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Eagles but as well. Two of the t- back. These two teams are going to be... Fighting it out at the pointy end of the, the season, still. I two reckon. really good games in a row. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with the Eagles for me, but I think the Giants are, are capable. But yeah, yeah, it should be a great game. Great Saturday, game, Saturday night. Yeah, Isn't so it? two. Yeah, Saturday looks pretty good actually, and then into the Sunday, North versus the Lions. Uh, ugh, North were well. We didn't learn dreadful. much more. Well, we didn't learn well, much more nothing. about them, did we? Yeah. So well, still not really, very good. Still a very <clears throat> difficult team to predict. I'm and going the Lions. I think the I know it's a long way. To, it's a bit of a way to travel. I'm going the Lions. I I I, I think the Lions look, look really good. I think they're going to win some games this year. I'm I'm going the Lions to back it up. Yeah. My only concern, and I, I'm leaning towards the Lions still at this stage. My only concern is. Because of how hot and humid it was, has that gassed them as a team? They're still quite young. I mean, so they've got a, the they've got a really good balance. And sure. Yeah, I mean, North didn't show me enough to to back them in, so I'm going with lines. As I'm well. going lines. I think with them, there's enough conditioning there. Surely they look like a really good side. They look well coached, look well drilled. I really like their kids. Lincoln McCarthy's just slotted in straight away. We'll go into this really heavily in the review, but yeah, I, I think the lines for me. Yeah. Uh, next game, Hawks versus the Doggies. So a couple of winners at the MCG. Yep. Both winners last week. Yeah. So because it's at the G, I'm going Hawks. I think they'll expose them on the outside yeah. and use the width of the MCG much better. Doggies don't play a lot of footy there. Obviously, it's Hawthorne home ground. I think Ruffy, while he didn't have much uh, scoreboard pressure on the weekend, I think the relief of not being the captain... And the open spaces of the G, he'll have a big day out. Mm. I so think that's, yeah, that's true. Pretty yeah. comfy. Comfy. Yeah. About three or four goals. Okay. Yeah, I think Hawks to me as well. Uh, I think, yeah, for me, they look better. They just look like a better side. They look yeah. better drilled, look better coached. Uh, I'm still not sure where the dogs are at. They nearly get run over by Sydney in the end as well. Yeah, the slowest <laughs> that's team the in the comp. Yeah. Uh, and I think the space will expose them as well. I'm going Hawks. Yep. Yeah. Uh, right. And last game, oh bloody hell, not a very good game. Sun, well, uh, could be, might be. So it shouldn't be too hard on them. But Suns, Frio, Suns just losing unfortunately against the Saints. That would have been hilarious. Uh, Dockers, massive 
winners against North Melbourne? What are we saying? Again, I don't know. Um, very hard to read. This very right? hard to read. Because the Suns Freeman. will get, they will win some games. Yeah, and that's actually a metric on as well. Absolutely. So that's. I think I'm going to go with Sun. It's not on the moon. Like, nah, because I'm not confident on Fremantle's ability to travel to the other country, other side of the country, and it could be absolutely pissing down with rain. Gold Coast pretty much is another country, but yeah. I, I am going to go with so I'm, going, I'm going with okay. the Suns. Yeah. I think it might be super wet um, and hot. I'm going to go with the Sun. Ah, uh, the Suns, the Fremantle Dockers. Yeah. I just think they're going to be able to back it up. I was, I know Ballantyne out is not great, which we will get into, but. Yeah, for me, I think the Dockers... And I'm going, I am crazy. I'm going for the Suns two weeks in a row. I just think they're going to win. <laughs> you love the Suns. Need a Suns <laughs> Someone's got to get onto them. So no, I that's true. Well, they need one fan. Need one fan in Melbourne. Uh, no, no. I, I look... I think I, I was honestly really... We'll get into the, into the review. I yeah. was really impressed with the Suns. Um, I honestly thought a lot of things they did was, was great. Obviously made a few errors late, but yeah, they weren't, they weren't horrible. Um, and, and yeah, I, yeah, I think they did very well. And, and the Dockers... They were amazing. I, I just don't know how... I, it was the best I've seen Fremantle play since 2015. So I, I yeah. just don't know how to not back them, to be honest. Very cool. So, yeah, I don't, know I, why I, I don't even not, know why I'm not backing them. No. I'm going with the Suns. <laughs> no, what's... Yeah. <laughs> so just to uh, go with the tips. So we both think the Tigs over both the... Both Tigs, yeah, in a very tight game and probably the game of the round for me. And we both think Adelaide over Sydney. Yes. We both think Essendon over the Sainers. Yeah, I think pretty comfortably. Yeah, we both think Port over the Blues. Yep. Yeah, we both think the Cats over the Ds. Yeah, I think the Cats are going to get up in that one. Yep. yep. Eagles over the Giants. Yep. North over Brisbane. No, we both no. Think, sorry, Brisbane over the Both over Brisbane, North. yeah, Brisbane. Sorry, yeah. Uh, I've just read so many home teams over home teams. No, but then we go back to that. So then we think Hawks over the Dogs. Correct. And, and then, then we, we split. split. Yeah, yeah. so you, you're old mate Suns again. Uh, yeah, CEO, just get on the, the Suns. The, yeah, get on the Suns. Of the Suns and, and Absolutely. I am the, the Docker. And obviously there's a f- handful of games there. We're not going to be surprised if they go either way. If GWS, Melbourne or Pies get no. get up, I'm not going to be surprised. No, and AFLW, we think we think Adelaide oh, a long way away. Just give them the cup. I know they can't, but just give them the they cup. They may as well, yeah. yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Massive thanks to our friends at Hobbs to Home. Fantastic craft beer delivery service. I forgot last week as well. We're sort of a bit rusty starting the year, but the promo code is AFL Deep Dive. So not not very complicated, but that's the promo code for... Uh, $25 off off your first first pack. pack. So $25 off is really good. The pack's not expensive, so that's that's a really, really good deal. Um, So you can do that on the 10-pack or the 20-pack. $25 off, you're getting craft beer for like $4 or $5. It's pretty good. And you're getting really rare, interesting stuff. It's cheaper than what you'd pay at a bottle shop and it's delivered. So I think definitely check that out. Hopstone.com.au, great sponsors of ours back on for 2019. Massive thanks to Beyond the Game as well. Old mate Ed, thanks Ed, once again for everything. He's back, making trailers, making... Making things exciting, uh, adding hectic music. Uh, these microphones, we're we're travelling in style now. Absolutely. Listen next week because we have a big announcement to make. Big it's announcement. It's fairly big. We're going to need some dramatic uh, Mission Impossible music. So thank God we've got Ed. That's true. Thank God we've got a producer. Take care. See you. Thanks, guys. guys. Cheers. Cheers.